0: Our text here tonight brings us to consider this woman who is virtuous. She is full of energy, she is upright, and she does her husband good. She makes life increase for him. She does not subtract, she adds. She is not a burden, but a blessing. Now, marriage is God's arithmetic. They multiply their joys by sharing them, and they lessen their burdens by dividing them. Welcome again to Let the Bible Speak. This is Pastor Ian Golliher and... I take this opportunity to wish all mothers the Lord's blessing. We appreciate what our wives, our moms, and our grandmothers do for the cause of Christ. Raising children, living for the Lord Jesus, serving in the Lord's church, worshiping, being a godly example. What a blessing a Christian woman can be. Here in Proverbs 12 and verse 4, we are told, a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but she that maketh ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. Yes, there's nothing as bad as a bad marriage, but there's nothing as blessed as a good marriage. And I trust that the Lord will encourage our wives, husbands, children, families, as they seek to live for the Lord. Stay tuned as we come now to the message today. We have um, Al McGill to sing for us. I will greet the day with singing. And we have the message here on Proverbs. And also, wonderful grace. Every mother needs God's grace. And so, stay tuned as today we let the Bible speak. woman will certainly be missed. I want to tell you about a young woman that I knew. I will not name her tonight, but I knew her very well. She married in her 20s and had four beautiful children. She died with cancer in her early thirties, and she was greatly missed. In fact, she is greatly missed to this very day. She was a real servant. On a cold winter morning, she would leave her home. She would drive the dark roads and arrive at our in-laws' home, who were elderly, to light the fire. And she did it morning by morning with her family and with caring for her husband. Her husband had a fruit business of packing fruit and delivering it, kind of in the wholesale fruit business. And she would be there and she would bring the children along and she would do her part in the busy hours of packing each day. She was known for her wits and her laughter. She loved barbs and making fun. She had truly a jolly countenance. And when she found out that she had cancer, she continued on doing all that she did before as long as she could. Thankfully, in the Lord's mercy, in uh, the time of illness, she got saved. The Lord opened her heart, and she really did have a a clear testimony of God's grace and salvation. And for many months battling cancer, she did so as a servant and sought to serve where she could. Sadly, when her last child was still very, very young, she succumbed to the terrible ravage of cancer, and in that family she is terribly missed. And there we would say is a young life, a short life, that was truly the virtuous woman living for the glory of God. Her husband trusted in her. Her children to this day rise up to call her blessed. That is the wonderful role of a godly mothers. And while we do not always appreciate our wives and mothers as we should, Sometimes teenagers and young people don't really appreciate what their parents or mothers do for them, but later in life they will. Later in life they will understand even the pain and the sacrifices that were made on their behalf and rise up to call their own mother blessed. Now here is a very high standard. And you may wonder, how can we fulfill such a role? How can you be that virtuous woman? Can you do it in your own strength? Well, the answer is no. But there is the power to be virtuous by living in the Spirit. And that's the key. Now, I want you to turn with me to Philippians chapter 2, and to these opening verses. Philippians 2, right over there after the book of Ephesians. Philippians chapter 2. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye me my joy, That ye be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Now, notice how the apostle begins this. If there be. Now, the word here is not if, is not questioning or subtracting, but rather it simply means since. Since there be, therefore, consolation in Christ. It's true. There's grace in the person of the Lord Jesus. You're a Christian woman, the Lord has grace for you, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit. And and, and these are things that are real. The ifs here are in the subjunctive. They are not intended to question the matter. But these are things that you enjoy and may enjoy through prayer, through communion, and fellowship with the Lord. If any bowels, that simply means sympathy and mercies, help from the Lord. And since you have these things, he says here in verse 2, fulfill ye my joy. That ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or be glory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. And here is the answer to our pride, the answer to our ego that so often gets in the way. And this is what makes us servants by fellowship with Christ. And of course, this is the chapter, if you look at verse 6, where it says, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Now, sometimes woman's work is looked upon as drudgery. There's a lot of routine, a lot of daily sameness, And one of the things we remember in our home as we had five children growing up, it was doing lunches for the morning. And that always seemed to be a task that got done last when you were hurried after the day and ready for bed and you had to drag yourself to the fridge to see what you could make for five kids for lunch for the morning. And of course, some of them had their own likes and dislikes and if you ask any of our children and they will tell you when dad made lunch it was peanut butter and jelly and everybody in the class knew what uh, or who had made their lunch for that day that seemed to be sort of the default position and so raising children being parents being a mother is Very often you looked upon yourself as a servant. But that is the role. And here is the grace, the joy that the Lord gives in the midst of that. Now, if you look at verse 3, Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other. Better than themselves. And then verse 5 let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And as the Lord came down from glory all the way to this sinful, cursed world and all the way to the cross to suffer and die as a servant of the Father to redeem his people, the Lord had the cross in mind when he fulfilled the role of Redeemer. And mothers, a Christian mother, labors, serves in light of what Christ has done for us. And we find our strength and our joy even in the menial tasks, with the right attitude through looking to the Savior and, yes, looking to the cross. We must keep our eyes on the Lord and keep in fellowship with him. And we get the strength, the power, the victory to be that virtuous one whom the Lord has called. Now, the cross is reflected in the very heart of God. There's one text that I want to, well, we're soon going to close. We're not exactly going to close with this, but I want you uh, to look at this with me. Way back in the book of Isaiah, it's chapter 49 and the verse 15. Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 15. Can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget. That's a rare thing for a nursing mother to forget her infant and to forget the feeding of the infant. It is in the frailty of human nature, possible to forget. But the Lord says, yet I will not forget thee. And so the Lord takes this role of the the mother to illustrate his own care for his people. And when you know what mothers do for their children, they bring them into this world through pain, They comfort them through their infancy. They minister to them in the middle of the night with loss of sleep, the expenditure of money, the loss of time. And yet it's all joy. This is the wonder of it. It's all joy. Now, your neighbor's children, they'll wear you out in a few minutes or an hour. But your own children, they never wear you out. Well, let's qualify that one. Uh, They can weary you physically, but you never get to the point where you say, I'm done with these kids. Get them out of here. You will say that with your neighbor's children, but never with your own. And this is the miracle. This is the the wonder of the God-given role of a mother as she cares for her children. And of course, a Christian mother has the help of the Lord. She has this fellowship with the Spirit of God. She has been to the cross. That's the first thing. There is this sacrificial attitude that is now born in your soul. I am here on earth to serve And God has given me these children, God has given me this opportunity to use my life to shine for the Lord and be a blessing to them. She is surrendered, and just like Mary who sat uh, at Jesus' feet to learn of his word, uh, the Christian woman is surrendered to the word of the Lord. She is also praying to be a blessing. Every Christian woman is asking, Lord, make me a blessing. Use my life to be an encouragement and an uplift to some soul in this life. And of course, right in your own kitchen, around your own feet, are your children or maybe your grandchildren. And there you have that opportunity to serve them. And she also is looking for eternal rewards. The virtuous woman. This woman who makes her husband shine, who serves in her home, and who labors for the Lord, who is a crown to her husband. Well, she's going to receive a crown. There is a reward for every sacrifice Every time when you deny yourself that you might shine as a Christian wife, mother, serving the Lord. And the Lord, of course, taught us that giving a cup of cold water in Jesus' name will in no wise lose its reward. And I know it's because you prepare that meal every morning, noon, and night, and those lunches, and you do it day by day by day, you think well this is just this is just routine stuff, but that is included in the rewards, and that applies to everything that a Christian does when we do it in Jesus' name, and we do it for his glory. Many women whose sacrifice and labor will not have that blessing because they don't do it unto the Lord. They do it to be keeping up with the Joneses. They do it because they want to earn a name. They do it with all kind of motives that are carnal. But when you serve in Jesus' name and when you pray, make me the wife I need to be, Make me the crown for my husband that I ought to be. There will be eternal rewards and there will be great blessing. You labor not in vain, even in those roles. And so we look here at the virtuous woman, the woman who is a crown to her husband, And instead of being rottenness to his bones, she is the health of his life. What a blessing. What a wonderful gift that we men enjoy when the Lord gives us a wife who is the health of our life. Makes us shine. Keeps us in not only physical health, but keeps us in the joy of serving the lord and making sacrifice for him
1: i will greet the day with singing i will meet the dawn with joy
0: i will praise
1: the lord of life all day long i will greet the day with singing i will meet the dawn with joy for the lord has put within my heart a song Today is like a new adventure, I am never bored. The little things in life have meaning since I've known the Lord. In Him I'm finding great fulfillment, life seems so worthwhile. So in spite of difficulties, I have learned to smile. I will greet the day with singing, I will meet the dawn with joy I will praise the Lord of life all day long I will greet the day with singing, I will meet the dawn with joy For the Lord has put within my heart a song I know a day is never perfect, problems come and go the Lord has promised to be with me, and I've found it so. With him all things in life have meaning, God is in control. So a song of joy is planted deep within my soul. I will greet the day with singing, I will meet the dawn with joy, I will praise the Lord of life all day long. I will greet the day with singing, I will meet the dawn with joy, for the Lord is put within my heart a song for the Lord has put within my heart a song.
0: You're listening to Let the Bible Speak. Here is a quote from Mr. Spurgeon on the authority of the Bible. Never be afraid of your Bibles. If there is a text of Scripture you dare not meet, Humble yourself till you can. If your creed and scripture do not agree, cut your creed to pieces, but make it agree with this book. If there be anything in the church to which you belong, which is contrary to the inspired word, leave that church. And another quote, Have you never noticed that some people who are ill and are ordered to take pills are foolish enough to chew them? That is a very nauseous thing to do though I have done it myself. The right way to take medicine of such a kind is to swallow it at once. In the same way, there are some things in the Word of God which are undoubtedly true, which must be swallowed at once by an effort of faith, and must not be chewed by perpetual questioning. Let the difficult doctrines go down whole into the very soul by a grand exercise of confidence in God. On Bible criticism, he that reads his Bible to find fault with it will soon discover that the Bible finds fault with him. And then again, let those give up the inspiration of the Bible who can afford to do so. But you and I cannot. Let those cast away the sure promise of God who have got something else to comfort them, But who can go to their philosophy or turn to their self-conceit? But as for you and for me, it is a desperate matter for us if this book be not true, and therefore let us be ready to defend it at all hazards, and if need be, to die for it. O brethren, it were better to die, that book being true, than to live, that book being false. If we are left in doubt as to which part is inspired and which is not, we are as badly off as if we had no Bible at all. I hold no theory of inspiration. I accept the inspiration of the Scriptures as a fact. And there we all must stand as we think of how we handle our Bibles as the written and the living inspired Word. So, my friends, go to your Bible make full use of it. Let that word reign and rule in your heart and mind, and let your life be full of the truth of Scripture, and you will find yourself that you will be bled to the blessing of God. Thank you for joining with us. Stay tuned now for these final announcements.